Um, today's guest, Mikhail Raphael, is a young man who uh, joined us here in Nashville four days ago. And I've had the honor of uh, sitting here and talking to him the last couple days. And uh, he's a young singer-songwriter uh, who just moved out here from California to Nashville to uh, try to make his way in Nashville. Uh, Mikhail, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? Um, so I, am, I came in from California. As uh, as Beth mentioned, I actually was I was raised in Hong Kong. My background story is a little bit long. Um, okay. I was born I was born in Texas to to parents who were from the Philippines, mm-hmm. and then I went to kindergarten there till I was like five. Went out to Hong Kong, and then my family moved to Hong Kong around at that time. I lived in Hong Kong till I was eighteen, and then I moved and then from there I moved to California. Um, and yeah, I was there. that's where I was for the past 11, 11 years. And now here I am in Nashville. Um, just music, I just feel like musically Nashville, I felt like mu- musically Nashville was a better fit for me. Um, LA was great, but it was, a, it was kind of a place where I sort of found my voice as an artist. That's sort of, in retrospect, that's kind of what it was about in my art, in my development as an artist. It's hitting up open mics and playing shows and finding my foot, footing just as a songwriter. And then, um, <laughs> oh, that's okay. That's all right. Hey, that's, that's 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 a great story. That's a great story. Heading out here and and yeah. the experience in Hong Kong and and uh, you know it sounds like you've you've had kind of this world worldly type uh, exposure yeah. and uh, you know the LA scene is very different than than Nashville, but yet there's still a lot of. Uh, you know, a lot of commonality in yeah. in terms of everything. So, what what type of music do you like to play? I play largely Americana folk. Um, I'm kind of an accidental folk artist. Uh, I couldn't really sing when I when I first started playing out. I couldn't sing too well, so I had to change. I had to um, I had to tailor my songwriting in a way that put an emphasis on the lyrics rather than the voice because I knew that I wouldn't be able to compete with other, other songwriters if I were to rely primarily on my voice. And so in the, in the process of tailoring my music um, to be lyric-centered, I started consciously learning from guys like Bob Dylan and Towns Van Zandt, even if they weren't necessarily my... Like, I was, a fan, I was a fan of them growing up, but they weren't necessarily my biggest influences, but I made a very self-conscious effort to, to learn from them um, throughout my 20s as I uh, taught myself how to write better songs and how to sort of stand out um, in my own way amongst the many thousands of other songwriters in L.A., so. Right, right, and and here in Nashville, you know, there's, the, I mean, everybody comes to Nashville with, with the dreams and, you know, the mm-hmm. the stars in their eyes to get yeah. down on, to get down on Broadway, to play in the honky-tonks, to get discovered, and uh, you've already found a little bit of, uh, stu- of success here. You oh, got really? invited up on stage the other day to play a, a couple bit. songs. Yeah, a little bit. It's, it's, it's been surprising. Um, yeah, I, uh. I, I met some, so I met some people at, um, what's this, what's this place called? Kabank, I think it's called Kabanka, or Cabana Taps. Um, I met the guy who runs the place, and I, and I made friends, or I befriended several of the, um, the regulars there. Uh-huh. One, of the, one, of the, one of the regulars just so happened to be playing a show the next day. So the next, the next night, I go out to support her. She invites me on stage. 
Um, it was kind of an empty bar, but it's it's still a good you know. It's, it's good, hey, uh, it's your Nashville debut. Yeah, you start starting <laughs> starting in the shallow in the pool, getting deeper and deeper, you know. So, um, and then I've got a, I uh, actually have a show on. Well, I got invited to fill in a cancellation by the guy who runs the um the artist round that I met in Cabanca. Cabana, I can never name the place. <laughs> uh, um, I, I got invited to film cancellation on Thursday, so I've got that happening. So yeah, so far it's that's uh, great. It's kind of a. So and aren't you playing start. someplace else tonight? Aren't you playing someplace else tonight? Tonight, yeah, I managed to get. Um, I managed to get not booked. I managed to get a spot on the Bluebird Cafe open mic tonight, so I will be uh, heading out there in a couple hours um, to do my first proper open mic uh, here in Nashville. Well, that's fantastic. That's fantastic. And and uh, and uh, Mikhail has agreed after his experience tonight that he'll come back and he'll tell us about the experience. So mm-hmm. <laughs> at the Bluebird Cafe, which of course so many of us know is so famous here in Nashville and launched a number of careers. Um, songwriting. Wh- where where does that come in? Where where did where did you decide you wanted to be a s- songwriter? My um. So my biggest influence, I was talking about influences earlier, the, the, the most natural influence for me was Jeff Buckley. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Jeff, Jeff Buckley was an amazing talent, just gone way too soon. Oh, absolutely, yeah. It's, 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 it's heartbreaking. It's funny, I was, I was, so before I arrived in Nashville, I spent a few days in Memphis. Mm-hmm. And um, um, on the final day, the final morning that I was to leave Memphis to go to Nashville, I, uh, I made a sort of pilgrimage, quote-unquote, to to the Wolf Channel of the Mississippi River, uh-huh. uh, which, is, which is where Jeff Buckley drowned. Oh, okay. Um, and so I bought, I had like, I had a little, um, had a little Jeff Buckley comic book. Believe it or not, there was a Jeff Buckley comic book out. There, um, also, his mother recently released, well, in 2020, she released a book of like journals and um, diary entries and lyrics, ha- handwritten by Jeff Buckley himself. Mm-hmm. So I brought that big book with me and I brought the comic book with me. And I just sat in front of the river and spent the whole morning just reading um, his his lyrics and his notes um, across across from the place where my hero died. So that was kind of a very cathartic moment for me. Right, um, right. But uh, yeah, it's, I don't, it's there was something about his music. I discovered his music when I was tour, thirteen. I want to say thirteen, fourteen. Uh, just a few months after I started learning how to play guitar, and um, it just captured me. I I spent hours upon hours. It it it, it was um, it took up probably 90% of everything that I, that I listened to for several years. Like 90% of what I listened to was Jeff Buckley, and then the, remain, the remaining 10% was, you know, other stuff, classic rock or Smiths or... Um, yeah, we have discussed the Smiths before. <laughs> I have another How Soon Is Now and uh, and a couple other Smith songs uh, fan here. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's fantastic. You know, Jeff Buckley was just such an ins- inspirational young songwriter and mm-hmm. singer. And, and I remember, you know, very clearly, you know, really starting to get into listening to him. And then, you know, he, he drowned and, and um, you know, it's another talent that was lost too soon. I mean, and there's yeah. so many people in the music business you know that we've lost too soon you're like amy winehouse and and you know others that are very influential who whose legacies will always carry on um what is 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 there anything else you really want to share about you know your journey in the songwriting and music Uh, i'm not i'm not really sure Um, not really sure (laughs) 
Um, check out my music. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Where, 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 where can we hear your music besides you're going to play a song for us here? I, so I actually very re- recently released an EP um, on Spotify and on other platforms too. It's on iTunes. It's on Bandcamp and Apple. Um, the EP is called Later Cali. It consists of, of songs, more songs that are relatively more recent. I wrote these songs in the past three to four years. Okay. I think half the song. I think two of the songs I wrote during during twenty twenty, um, and yeah, you can, can check that out. That's it's sort of my uh, right before I left California. I dropped that EP. It's very sort of lo-fi, just me and my guitar. Um, I dropped it as a, as a sort of farewell to California, which had been my home for the past eleven years. So. Well, that's exciting. I'm I'm gonna look that up and listen. Take a listen to it too. <laughs> I've heard you practicing here at the house. Um, what I've been doing is I've been staying at this Airbnb while I'm waiting for my husband to get into town and for us to uh, decide on our house and everything. So I've met so many wonderful people here at this Airbnb, including my writing partner Kevin Veach, who I've told you before. And Kevin and I wrote a couple songs, and Kevin was on here. And I've had the opportunity to meet so many wonderful people. And I tell you, Mikhail is just one of the the bright light, you know, bright bright spots of, of my stay here. And um, I was, you want to go ahead and play your song? Yeah, sure. Okay. Sure. Um, what is the song? So this song is um, this is this is actually on that EP that I mentioned just now. Um, so in 2020, my grandfather passed away of a stroke. Um, a couple months after his passing, my grandmother she contacted me from the Philippines. She texted me because that's where my grandparents live, and um. She asked me if I could write a song for her uh, in memory of my grandfather, and she wanted the song to be about her life with him. Mm-hmm. Um, and she wanted the, t- the song to be titled Magic Moments Down Memory Lane. Oh, that's so, great. Yeah, so I, I went and I wrote that song for her, and that's the song I'm going to be playing for you oh. right now. I'm excited. Let's, let's hear it. All right. She spends her days wandering dreamily Through dusty corridors and empty rooms In an old house where clouds of memories Seem to sway to the rhythm of a tune That she used to dance to in her younger years When love was still a new world to explore And home was in the arms of the man who drew her near As he promised to be hers forevermore It's a tune she's been replaying in her head To stop any more tears from being shed For she's cried enough since her husband passed And though life has gotten quieter Since she saw him last Her heart will never break As long as it retains 
a magic moment down memory lane. From the bliss of the wedding day to the clear blue night, the first son was born. It amazes her how much one life could contain, how much in ninety years a girl could transform. And it seems to her only yesterday When like a tide His warm tenor would rise and fall As their little ones gathered To watch him sing and play Upon the piano After dinner in the hall But almost too amazing to comprehend Is how quickly all her sons grew into men With careers and children of their own Whom they yearly took to see her When the season turned cold and left her dreaming of a place Where children never age In her magic moments Down memory lane For even in the deepest darkness Visions of a cherished past will abound Waiting to be relived Like enchanted fables And there's no greater happiness and when a pure heart is born by a bed of clouds To slowly drift along the streams of time In the light of the angels So let there be no suffering tonight Not beneath these lilac skies Through glints of golden starlight trickling softly Across the pages of a book of photographs She tenderly beholds The girl she used to be Waltzing before her In an age long elapsed For though it hurts to leave untamed Her yearning for her life to restart It's by yearning that she keeps sustained 
His glowing presence within her heart He watches from above with a loving smile Knowing they'll someday waltz again down heaven's aisles And though there's sorrow gently echoing through her soul Into that house where the flame of her youth grew cold Nothing in existence could ever take away Her magic moments down memory lane Wow. I could definitely hear the Jeff Buckley influence in yeah. there. And you have that real vibrato in your voice. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, I kind of do that sometimes, too, when I sing. I, I'm not the best singer, but I kind of, you know, we'll, we'll get that. I, I, you know, as, 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 as a fem- with a female voice, I mean, I actually have kind of a lower register mm-hmm. because, like, the middle register got totally damaged <laughs> yelling oh, at kids for years. <laughs> and I can a little bit high. I never really have had that high of a voice, but, but I will get that sometimes. I notice that, mm. but you have that beautiful vibrato in your voice, and there's such a big Jeff Buckley influence in there. And, the, and I tell you, I got to tell you, tell you, I was getting moved to tears because it is a beautiful, beautiful song, and that's so fantastic. You know, uh, thing that you did for your grandmother to remember mm. your grandfather, and it's mm-hmm. just, it's a gorgeous, it's a gorgeous, a gorgeous song. Thank you so much. Yeah, Thank yeah. So I will definitely have to take a listen to of it on Spotify as well. <laughs> You know, because it's a little different too. But 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 I really loved it, and 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 I, I just I think you're I think that uh, the way that you constructed the song was real. It was really beautiful. There there was there's just such beautiful music to it, mm-hmm. and uh, it just was very as I said, very Jeff Buckley like. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we all kind of do that because, like, like I write for my husband, and and the stuff that comes out that I write for my husband are clearly stuff that's written, you oh, know, absolutely. directly for him, you know. So, but, but yeah, I just I think that's great. Uh, anything else you want to add? And um, no, not 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 really. I mean, like, I, I appreciate the comparison with Jeff Buckley. That's a huge, huge compliment because, um, I, I guess you just can't, you can't help but sound like your idols, you know? Right. Um, and it's, it's funny. I I don't. Like, the people who I self-consciously tried to imitate when I was learning how to write songs, it was Bob Dylan and Towns Van Zandt. I, I didn't even bother trying to imitate Jeff Buckley because Jeff Buckley, he's well-known for his singing. He right. has a high, high falsetto. Like, I can't do that stuff. Uh-huh. And yet, somehow, I managed to um, find a way to unconsciously incorporate just his overall style. I, I, don't, I don't have to... I guess I, don't, I didn't need to learn how to sing, have, have an enormous vocal range in order for his influence to seep, to seep through my music because... His influence has been so profound, you know. Right, so, right. Yeah. I think I think that we discovered that that uh, you know the influences just come out. Like like I, I will talk about this because you know I'm a visual artist too. I will talk about like the Picasso influences mm. on my art because mm. the deconstruction of something into the simplest forms, and I think that it's something that when you find you know, that one that one artist, be it a visual artist or a musical artist, who really, really honestly speaks to you, you kind of channel that into your work. Mm-hmm. And even if you can't match them in the same 
skills, like like Picasso, you know, most excellent draftsman ever, mm-hmm. really. And I can I can draw realistically, but it's not great. You know, it's not it's not it's not anything. But I know how to take something and deconstruct it. And with you, you can you have that Jeff Buckley influence in terms of the songwriting in terms of the song in terms of the flow uh but yet your voice doesn't match his but yet it still evokes the emotion Um, it makes me very glad too that i actually in in retrospect just like looking on my development as an artist that i can't sing like him because i feel like if i did have that wide vocal range at this point i would probably just be another jeff buckley imitator i'd just be another jeff buckley sound alike whereas because i can't sing like him i had to find a different way and now because of that it's I'm very Jeff Buckley influenced without necessarily being an imitator because I don't have the ability to be. An, I did not have the ability to be an imitator, you know. So. Right. I think I think that that gives you an advantage. You know, I, I clearly believe that that does give you an inv- advantage because mm-hmm. there are so many people that come in and they just they just totally, you know, it's it's karaoke. Um, you know, yeah. any of us who have watched American Idol know that they will yeah, sit there and yeah. say that performance is totally karaoke. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, it does happen. And and my my biggest thing, like when I when I listen to an artist, it, uh, it's hard. It's I will try to sing like them, you know, like, mm-hmm. like if I listen to the doors, okay. And, oh, yeah. you know, yeah. and I remember watching, you know, on MTV when they showed, you know, uh, light my fire and right. I will sit there and I will phrase it exactly like what I, what I hear, you know, like Jim Morrison and stuff, because right. I could do a mean Jim Morrison if I really <laughs> want to, <laughs> you know, but, but, you know, when you want to get away from that and take it into another level, I think you have to have that ability uh, to do that, you know, to take that influence, but move it into something else. And, and do, do it yeah, you, you know, be you. Yes, yes, yes. Um, I firmly believe in mm-hmm. <laughs> being oneself. Mm-hmm. But, um, Mikhail, I am so happy that you were you were able to uh, join me this afternoon here and so sing that beautiful song. And I'm anxious to hear, I guess it'll be tomorrow because you'll probably get in late. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I will be very anxious to hear and do a little follow-up with you. That I'm just going to I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to post this episode. Okay. And what I will do is tomorrow I will add to to it, um, you know, your impressions of the Bluebird Cafe okay, and the response of the audience and everything. So I want to thank uh, Mikel Raphael uh, for joining me here today. And please look up his work on Spotify. And you're also on Instagram. Instagram, yep. And um, do give him a follow and take a listen. And I want to thank you all for listening. Hey, I'm back with uh, Mikhail Raphael, who's going to sing another song for us. Uh, what song are you going to sing for us, Mikhail? This one is called Golden Age. Okay. Um, I wrote this one. Well, it's, it's funny. I, so back in, back in 2019, I was going to try and move to New York. Or, well, I wrote this before that. But I was thinking of moving to New York, and so I attempted to write a song that was about New York because it was sort of, you know, a prospect then. But I couldn't think of a rhyme for New York. I couldn't think of like a story. So I ended up changing the word New York in, in the song to Italy just because it was random, it sounded cool, I don't know. But I changed New York to Italy and then the story started building itself. And so this so the song about the play, the story that, en- that ultimately ended up developing was it's basically a, a story about an old Italian widow who is remembering her husband who is... Um, who is a war hero and who died during during the war, and um, and yeah, it's basically just about her reminiscing, uh, her her 
husband who died in battle who's, a, who, who's also a foreigner. Uh-huh. Um, and, uh, yeah. And okay. So this, so this song is called Golden Age, yeah. Yeah, well, let's hear it. Cool. Okay, here we go. the specter of Italy Pouring starlight over the sand Stretched before you in this foreign land And though the sun always breaks your heart Whenever it makes the stars depart I see constellations appear Wherever the earth catches your tears Across the globe and travel the passage to your soul, but now you can't even recall the smell of his skin in the early dawn. He won your hand only to die in a war the world was lucky to survive, and left you to watch your hair turn grey, alone with a scar of his last name. Outskirting fields that extend for miles Like the vineyards you knew as a child But where piles of pale leaves lie I only see your starlit eyes Fixed on a girlhood you hold dear As the earth catches your tears flicker 
along the quiet waters are from. Where he once watched your face glimmer As he swore to be yours till you grew old Waltzing on clouds through cathedrals Where the daughters of the Renaissance used to pray of the angels who chain us to an ephemeral golden age waltzing on clouds through cathedrals where the children of the renaissance continue to play of the angels who chain us to an ephemeral golden age Wow. <laughs> wow. You are, I got to tell you, you are quite a guitarist. Thank you. I mean, yeah. seriously, I can sit and listen to your guitar work like all day. I mean, it's got, you know, it, 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 as you said, you got the shades of Jeff Buckley in there too, but it's it's got just so, so many layers just in your guitar work. Thank you so much. That That is, that is really... I mean, I mean that's just really great um, guitar work, and uh, the lyrics are really beautiful too. That's so, so much. yeah, it. yeah, yeah. Kind wow. Of, um, kind, well, of, kind of an <laughs> accidental finger picker. It's, it's uh, the finger picking that I apply uh-huh. a lot in the guitar, in, the, in my guitar playing and my songwriting. It's it's actually bec- simply because of many many years of being too lazy to reach for a pick. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Like I, <laughs> yeah. I said the, the pick was always there, and I intent I never intended to be a finger picker. It's just, it's just the pick was there, and I just didn't want to reach for it, and that's how I became a finger picker. Well, I think it also too. It's, to me, like like I love Spanish guitar. Mm, I mean, I yeah. absolutely adore Spanish oh, guitar. Beautiful, beautiful. I, I, I and and I could <laughs> listen to that for hours and hours and hours on end. Mm. Uh, and uh, there's there's elements of that in mm. in here. Yeah, and yeah, uh, yeah. and uh, there's just there's just this beautiful layering of your guitar work. And uh, then when you add your lyrics and everything to it, it's 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 fantastic. I think that you really uh, definitely have a future as a, as a, as a uh, songwriter here. Thank you so much. I really do. I I think that. Um, you know, just finding the right the right venue, finding the right uh, you know maybe maybe and 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 I know that you admit you know you're not 
the best singer. Um, you know, your voice your voice is good for your songs, you know, and I yeah. and you explained your songwriting, you know, to match your voice and everything. Mm-hmm. But maybe if you teamed up, you know, you were the songwriter, you teamed up with a with another singer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And cuz cuz this is this is top-notch stuff what we're hearing here with the with the lyrics, with the guitar, with the layering and everything. I I think that you could really go go a lot of places thank you so much yeah thank you. yeah and i know i i you know i could think of a couple singers that would be really good working with you nice. so yeah not not to put you down not to put you down because you can sing you know you can definitely <laughs> sing a lot better than i can 100 <laughs> percent better than i can <laughs> but i just think i'm thinking you know if you get this if you get that song into the right voice right you know I think that wow, I mean that could that could really because it's 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 different, it's layered, it's beautiful. Right. That I can see that really taking off, or or somebody that you do a duet with, you know, yeah, duet, well, duet yeah. type stuff, you know, get somebody, you know, well, in well, the air airs in the air, areas that you know you're weak, but the song needs something a little stronger, right? You know, when you when you can add add that, I think I think yeah, that like you harmonies. Yes, oh, yes. If I take, take singing lessons too, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. While you're here, I think I, there's yeah, you know even solo. even top artists will will go and they will take voice lessons. Right. Yeah. There is nothing wrong with taking a voice the, lesson and finding you know where your range really really truly is. You know, mm-hmm. um, my husband was telling me he was taking a voice lesson not too long ago. Yeah. yeah. And. Um, I think it's really important, you know, to to do that. But you've got you've got the musicality. You've got the lyric writing, the songwriting down. Now we just need to, you know, you've got that third element, mm-hmm. which is good. Mm-hmm. But I think we could take that a little bit more. Yeah. And I can see really, really, truly oh, see so, you going it's, places. It's, it's singing is, it's singing is, I'm self, my singing is self-taught. So that's the thing. I think it's more polishing professionalizing it professional you know i don't even know if that's a word perfect, perf- <laughs> perfecting it, perf- it perfecting it, it perfecting it polishing it for nashville because i know nashville it's well in general i think people when they listen to music the first thing they listen to it's it's oh, does he or she have a nice voice and that's sort of right you know, the, um, if if the if the if the voice is great if, if the voice is great then they'll hear the song but you know, there's a lot of successful, a lot of successful oh, groups. You know, like Bono. Bono really can't sing. Hmm. But look at what U2 has done over the years. You know, Bono's voice. When you really look at Bono's voice, it is not that fantastic. Interesting. And when you look at somebody, you know, there there are others along the way, like the Cars, Rick Ocasek. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I happen to know members of the family. I've known oh, them wow. since nice. 1985. Oh, okay. uh, no members of the family. And so, you know, and, and of course, that was right when the cars were really big. Rick Ocasek didn't have the best voice. Right. right. His yeah. voice really was not all that great, you know. <laughs> and But look at what the cars did. You know, look at the hits that were out. So there are ways that you can take somebody who yeah. may not have the best voice and turn it it's, into stuff. It's what I hope to do eventually with, with, my, with my own singing. Um, yeah. You know, just make my songwriting stand out to such an extent that the voice is almost just complimentary to my songwriting. Right. You know, uh-huh. uh, I, 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 I like singing my songs. Um, yeah, you yeah. Know? Yeah, uh, but like, and I, I acknowledge that my singing isn't like I'm not freaking Jeff Buckley. <laughs> you know? But but there are but, plenty but, of know, other examples are, out there. Like, you know, the, 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 the band Television. Have you heard of them? No, that uh, one I'm not familiar uh, with. Okay, well, then we're talking about um, bands or singers, uh-huh. sing, singers who have limited singing. Right. So, uh, television would have been another example. Tom Tom Verlaine, the main songwriter. Uh-huh. Uh huh. 
Yeah, but yeah. you're right. There, there are many examples of um, successful artists, who are, artists who have found a, a fair degree, an impressive degree of success, um, who sing their songs and aren't necessarily a singer's singer, but they sing their songs, and it's it's and the songs continue to have their charm. Right, yeah. right, and yeah. and I think too that that's kind of that's kind of interesting too when you have somebody because there's so many beautiful voices out there mm-hmm. that at at some point they ought to all start to sound the same. Yes. I was I yes. did a review. My last episode was a review of Carly Pierce's new album, and. I said Carly has this natural country voice. She's not forcing the country sound. Right. It just comes out country. Right. And there are so many here in Nashville uh, who force that country sound out. Right. And you don't sure. want that forced sound. Yeah. Yeah, that's definitely something that I don't... I'm, I know my, con- my, my songs aren't... They're Americana-esque or folkish, which is kind of country adjacent right right, right. um you know like i i i know i i love like uk folk you uh-huh. know, like nick drake uh-huh. or um <laughs> uh, pentangle or what's the guy what's that guy's name richard thompson um i'm i'm a fan of i do take a certain pride in um that sort of not ethnic heritage but like musical like i grew up in hong kong which right. was which, oh, which was colonized by the british up until 96 so I, I went to british schools so but like i i am influenced more heavily at least in my childhood and my teenage years by that culture than by american culture and so i do take pride in um in the fact that my music sort of leans more towards there it naturally sort of has this sort of uk folk-ish Sound as opposed to Nashville or Texas country sort right, of sound, right. so southern, southern sound, and I think um, I don't know. I, f- I feel like maybe it, w- it would make me stand out a little bit, right? You know? Right. Having that that influence, like I have, I have no intention of. I mean, like I, I'm sure as I live here, I'll may, may, maybe 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 I'll develop a little bit of it. <laughs> it's, it's very hard. And I, I feel like it's very hard to live in a place and not adopt the accent to a certain to a certain degree. Yeah. My, my, uh-huh. when, when, when my accent when I first moved to the U.S., believe it or not, my accent was a lot more British than it is today since I've lived in the U.S. for so long. Right. That that, that British that sort of it wasn't British British. It was it's British by American standards, not British by UK standards, but it's British right. by American standards. But that sort of Britishness has been buried down by sort of ten years of living in California. Right. Right. Um, but uh, yeah, I um, yeah. Well, like, 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 I have an Ohio accent. I, I actually walked it was was walking the dogs the other day, and this girl and I was I was trying to do a little video spot, mm-hmm. and this girl stopped me and and uh, started talking to me on the on the street, and she said she said Where are you from? I said Ohio. She says I knew you were a Midwesterner. <laughs> And she was from Minnesota. <laughs> she says, I know you're from the Midwest, but I picked up like saying y'all because my father right. moved down to Texas when I was 18. And my father started saying that even though he was an Ohioan. And so I just started picking that up. So, right. but I'm kind of a natural mimic. I will start mimicking whoever I'm talking to. My mother was that way too. 
mm-hmm. which is why I have such a tr- such trouble when I sing songs because I want to mimic what I've heard or what's mm-hmm. going in my head as opposed to my voice, you gotcha. know. So, but yeah. but but yeah, I mean, uh, you know, I, I think you got you got you got a lot of foundation here that that's that's solid, and it's just a matter of figuring out exactly where you want to take it. Mm-hmm. And I think I think you really have that opportunity. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. I appreciate that. You're yeah. welcome. That's uh, probably yeah. As I um, as I settle into Nashville and make more friends, make more connections, and play my shows. Um, yeah, uh, I guess it's, just, it's a matter of I have, I have I do I made the move from California to Nashville because I'm at a point in my life as an artist where I'm confident in my songwriting. I have a fair degree of song. I, I wouldn't have made, I wouldn't have driven cross country from California to Nashville if I didn't have a, a fair amount of confidence in my abilities as a songwriter, as a singer songwriter. So I guess moving forward, um, in my time in Nashville, I'm just, I guess I'm just hoping to, um, the next step for me is just to um, get in with the industry and yeah. do, what, do whatever, whatever polishing that needs to be done in order to really uh, start making money as a as a musician, rather opposed to working at a restaurant. Yeah, <laughs> and, 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 and you and might play, be able to do some studio some studio yes, gigs. That's, yes, yeah, yes. studio musician because of your talent with the guitar. Yes, you know, I, I can see that. I can see you maybe you know helping with that and then and then kind of getting you into the yeah. whole thing and yeah. and uh, as I said, do listen to my interview with Tyler Boone absolutely about the so about the artist list. formula and some of his advice that he has as somebody who's who's been through this yeah. and who has some very sound advice about coming to Nashville. Right. And uh, and stuff too, but yeah, it it, it is kind of the connections that you meet, and it's right. connecting with people and and everything here, and yeah. and just getting out there and, and and being heard. I think, and I think that you and, and you have a unique sound, you have a unique look. It's very different than mm-hmm. you know what, what 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 most people are going to expect here in Nashville. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I think I think it's, but it's it's great. I mean, yeah. it's it really is great, and um, I'm really thrilled for more people here in Nashville to get to to get to know you, get to know your music, and work with you because i think i think you're going to go a long way thanks so much appreciate that thank you yeah (laughs) well um oh oh, gotta gotta get back on here so (laughs) but uh um i just want to thank thank uh mikhail again as i said uh mikhail raphael and uh look look for him on spotify and apple music right yes it's it's on uh, on pretty much every major streaming platform oh okay yeah, yeah. and it's uh m-i-k-e-l yep. and raphael r-a-f-e-a r-a-f-a-e-l i always get my of these back backwards <laughs> <laughs> and he's on instagram too so give him a follow and uh hopefully i will catch him tomorrow and do just another short follow-up on how the bluebird cafe goes tonight so again i want to thank you for listening and thank you mikhail thank you